Hey, it's Sponsor Spotlight. Welcome to our fifth Friday broadcast, heard exclusively on the months of the year where a fifth Friday occurs. I'm your host, Byron Tyler. Today we welcome on the show Eric Walker from Walker Auctions, David Weimer from Weimer's Jewelry, and Chris Hodges from Abiding Above Ministries. You can get a complete list of all of our advertisers at BottBOTTRadioNetwork.com. Just look for the Sponsors tab. Now, let's get this sponsor spotlight on the road. Lance Walker founded Walker & Associates 40 years ago and specializes in conducting real estate, personal property, and benefit auctions throughout the entire United States. In the Memphis area, he heads the Walker Auctions Real Estate Division, working with sellers and fellow realtors in selling houses, land, or commercial property. And he's a licensed broker in Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas, and Missouri. And he's also a licensed auctioneer in 11 states. Now, we are so thankful to have Walker Auctions is part of this sponsor's spotlight, and they have sent a representative who can talk about the family business. We've got Eric Walker here. Eric, welcome to Sponsor Spotlight. Byron, thank you. I sure appreciate you having me. And you are an auctioneer yourself. It runs in the blood, runs in the family, Mm -hmm. affiliate broker with Walker Auctions. Part of what you do, you head up the equipment division of Walker Auctions. You list real estate for sale, and you work with real estate buyers. You supervise the marketing of the company. They keep you busy over there. They sure do. Yeah, I've got to be worth something uh, after spending all of that money on uh, violin lessons and other things. Being the son of the family business, it, they definitely keep me busy. <laughs> well, you got a great family. What's it like growing up in the Lance and Terry Walker's home? Well, it was great. Mom and dad were just constantly working hard growing up and establishing the business as what it is today. You know, especially after 2007 and eight hit, that was a really tough time for everybody involved in the real estate business. That was when we really started moving our estate auction aspect. It was a lot of 10 and 12 hour days for both of them for five to eight years. A lot of work, but just them displaying a great work ethic was most of my childhood. I know you're proud of both of your parents. Mm -hmm. Now, your mom, Terry, was named the number one female auctioneer in the country in 2009, winning the International Auctioneer Contest. Mm -hmm. She presently serves as president of the National Auctioneers Association that's headquartered in Overland Park, Kansas, is where Bot Radio Network is headquartered. She's also been inducted into the Tennessee Auctioneer Hall of Fame. What's it like to have a mom that's so famous Man, in the auction? She's a celebrity, to say the <laughs> least. It, and, you know, it, it is a, a funny thing. You learn how insulated, but also how tight-knit the auction industry is. I can mention her name to anybody in the auction industry, just about, and they will know uh, who she and, and my dad is. Yeah, absolutely. What do you enjoy most about this business? You know, it's such a cliche when you ask a small business person for them to say, oh, I just enjoy helping people. But this is such a service-based business. We don't have an inventory that we sell. We really don't purchase things and then sell them later. People come to us when they have problems, very often when their back is against the wall. Give me some Um, examples of the type of problems you're talking about. So, for example, you know, with business liquidations, I'll, I'll keep this general just for the sake of privacy. It's very, very common for someone to come to me and say, hey, Eric, we need to liquidate this business. Or, hey, Eric, I'm the executor of an estate or I have power of attorney, and uh, my um, sister, husband, son, what have you, has developed some kind of a severe you know, debilitating illness or has passed away suddenly or there's been a divorce, and we need to liquidate the contents of this business by court order or to free up some capital to pay for debts we didn't know was accumulated by this person. It's a lot of people are all of a sudden hit with a chaos of life. They need someone to help sort it out. 
being able to do that and then the person say, thank you so much for taking care of this for us is a big deal. It, yeah. it means a lot. In the time of need, sounds like very critical times of need where right. a lot of folks come to Walker Auctions. Yes, absolutely. You mentioned the violin, which we have seen you and heard <laughs> you with your violin. When did your interest start there? My interest was interested for me uh, by, <laughs> by my parents. They uh, put a violin in my hands and started me on lessons at the age of four. I fought back practicing every chance I could, but I'm very, very glad that they got me into it. It's a wonderful skill that I have, and I'm very thankful for just being able to use whenever I can, whether it's playing at church or what have you. And, and music really runs in the Walker family because <laughs> your parents sing. Your dad has been the president of church choirs in the city. I know your mom. Doesn't she sing too, right? She sings a bit. She she plays the harp. That's right. Yeah, she plays. And she teaches it as okay, well. Okay, that's right. Your brother, Connor, he also leads worship. Yes, yeah, and he plays guitar and sings as well. Caroline and sings and plays the piano, and she grew up playing the harp, too. So uh, when the family yeah. gets together, does everybody get the instruments out? No. <laughs> no, surprisingly enough, we are not to that degree of Von Trapp. Uh, but uh, we're close. We're close. Okay, how do I know if I need the service of Walker Auctions? You know, we are so versatile in what we're able to do, and that's something that a lot of people miss about us. If you are simply in a point in your life where, say, you are wanting to sell your house, you can come to us as you would any realtor. We're all licensed realtors, so we can put it on the MLS. And then we also have the extension of being a part of a marketing association with 60 other auction companies across the country. Your parents pioneered the sale of the real estate and personal property in the Memphis area, utilizing the MarkNet Alliance online auction. Yes. It's a bidding portal. How can this service be beneficial to our listeners? Primarily the fact that the MarkNet bidding platform is shared by 65-plus auction companies across the country, meaning the formatting of the website's almost identical, which plays into the fact that we have something like six to 700,000 worldwide registered bidders that receive emails and all kinds of contact information from MarkNet itself. So on top of all of your standard advertising avenues that an estate sale company or realtors might possess, we have that on top of it to make sure your assets get shown properly. Eric, what's the most unusual or rare item that you've auctioned? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do get asked this a lot. Once during a particularly difficult estate auction, there was several gold-filled teeth that were found. Uh, <laughs> and the seller apologized sincerely to us, says, oh my gosh, that's very gross. I'm sorry. This was my mother's house. We needed to clean this stuff out. It's filling gold, which means that it's probably 18 carat. Would you like to sell it? And they said, well, sure. That's probably one of the strangest <laughs> things that I've ever sold. And it brought good money as gold always does. <laughs> well, hasn't your dad also done some auction work for Steven Spielberg? My dad just about wrote the book on benefit auctions. And he has sold items belonging to everything donated by Steven Spielberg. He's multiple times sold access to the George Lucas Ranch, just about every kind of dog breed you can name. I mean, he, he's he's been all over the country and, and through several parts of Canada doing benefit auctions. Well, these fundraiser auctions that your family does mm -hmm. is a great experience. And I've been to some at a church event, and your folks like to have fun. Right. And they work a crowd amazingly. You're part of that, too. Yes. So tell me about that and, and why that might be a good thing for those listening if they 
you've got a need to raise money for a nonprofit to call on Walker Auctions. A benefit auction is a fantastic way to raise funds for just about anything. Um, and it could be, you know, just needing to raise a few thousand dollars to my parents have done several large scale benefit auctions reaching several hundreds of thousands of dollars. You get all over the place. The nice thing about it, it's a fun event that everybody can go to and have fun just spending their money. Yeah. If you can make spending money fun, people are going to spend more. The walkers can do it. You guys know <laughs> how to right. do it. It's That's incredible right. how they work together. What's the first step in connecting with Walker Auctions? Well, you can give us a call at our office, 901 322 2139. Most likely Lance will be the one picking up the phone. You can call me directly at 901-491-0792 or you can email me at eric at walkerauctions.com. Well, Eric, it's really our pleasure to have Walker Auctions a part of our advertising sponsors here on Bot Radio Network. Byron, thank you for having me. I sure appreciate it. This is the fifth Friday Sponsor Viewpoint, and I'm on location right now with Weimer's Jewelry, 7525 Highway 64, Stage Road here in Bartlett, Memphis, kind of corner edge there. But David, welcome to the show, and you've got me in here in your store. Byron, I'm happy to have you here. Glad you showed up. Hey, well, normally you come to my place. Yes, yes, but you decided to come to see me today. No telling what's going to happen. You brought your sons by the other day. We had a great time, you know, and I hope I made them happy. You made them very happy. And every time my family or friends come in, they have a great time at Weimer's Jewelry. David, where did your interest in jewelry and becoming a jeweler begin? Well, back in the late 70s, I'm talking about my age now, I needed a job. So I went and I passed the polygraph test, and they sent me off from Birmingham to Jasper, Alabama. Do I know where Jasper is? No, I was a young punk kid, got in my car and drove to Jasper every day for a year, back and forth, 44 miles there, 44 miles back, you know, and I had a great trainer. I found out that I could see it, then I could do it. And he trained me to look at jewelry and figure out how to make it happen. Well, when you talk about design, speak a moment on jewelry design. What's your philosophy and how do you keep a design eloquent and simple at the same time? My job has always been to make it balanced. If you've got, you know, 17 stones and they don't balance out, I don't go there. I like to be balanced now. This day and time where the kids are out there and they just want it all done, they want it all there, they don't care what it looks like. Well, my daughter-in-law, Mandy, has got a degree in graphic design. She can take that and do whatever you want to. Well, what inspires you most when designing a specific piece of jewelry? About the center stone. Tell me what you've got. Tell me how you want it set and beautified. Because sometimes you've got grandma's stone that's a great two-carat something. Diamond, blue topaz, emerald, and it's a great centerpiece. So you want to really complement that centerpiece. Absolutely. Let that be the highlight. That's correct. How difficult is it to maintain a local hometown jeweler reputation with the competition from national retailers? Well, I don't have any competition. I am a hometown jeweler. I live two miles from here. My wife works at St. Jude. My kids were born here. I have been in the Memphis area since 1970-something. So I've been here a long time. We opened in 84. You know, I'm probably one of the oldest independently owned jewelers in the city. And we've worked hard at maintaining the store hours are like open at nine o'clock. Those are the official hours, but you get here as early what seven o'clock? Seven o'clock. And you've already had probably three customers walk in the door since I've been here. Absolutely. 
Weimer's Jewelry is not your typical jewelry store. What's a typical jewelry store look like, and how does Weimer's differ? Well, when you walk into the mall and you got some guy standing behind the counter with a dress coat and a tie on, and all he can do is show you what's in the showcase, when you walk into Weimer's Jewelry, you've got something in your hand. You want it redesigned or recreated. We are jewelers. We can redesign that. We can manufacture something new for it. We can put it together. If you want your diamond set upside down, we can do it. We can do it. Where do you find your wardrobe of colorful suits and ties? Wardrobe comes from everywhere. My Christmas ties that I have, I've collected them over the years. This year, I wore about half of them. Does your wife, Donna, David, does she have to approve your dress code before walking out the door? She does not. I don't ask her. <laughs> you don't ask her. she wouldn't let me out the door. Doors first opened in 1984 on Summer Avenue as a small retail shop that focused mainly on repairs. When did you decide to broaden your customer experience shopping here at Weimers? Well, in 1990, the traffic on Summer Avenue was getting more and more heavy. In the late 90s, I had a little lady come in, pulled into my sparking spot on her way of backing out onto Summer Avenue. She got hit. I said, it's time for me to move. So I looked for a spot to come to. And luckily, I found my little home here oh, that great. we've had since 2000. Got 300 parking spots in the front. So you really don't see a lot of that local hometown jewelry yes. stores anymore. We're getting smaller and smaller. Everything wants to go to big time. They want to be big Jared's. They want to be a big Gordon's. They want to be somebody that's you know got a lot of clout behind them. I'm sorry. We're little Weimers jewelry. You got me. Walk in, you see me. Well, you do. Every time I walk in the door, I see you. We got the big smile on. Usually your suit, sometimes it has lights on it or yes, it's, yes, it's got yes. some design. You're kind of casually dressed today. Well, we got to work on getting Christmas down, getting ready for Valentine's. What do you like about your customers most? They end up being my friends. They come in because somebody says, you can go get a battery for $6. Then they remember that, and they come back to get something else done. Then they come back, and they get something else done bigger. Then all of a sudden, they're buying stuff from me, and they're sending their kids. They're sending their friends. Five percent of my customers are new people. The rest of them are repeats. You're known to be one of the largest repair shops in all of Memphis with four jewelers on staff. Does that help expedite getting things done quicker, having those four jewelers? Well, normally, during the normal course of the year, if you come in before noon, you want a ring size, you get it done that afternoon. In most places, the mall is sending them out, they take four weeks. You know, you need a chainsaw, do it the same day. Stone setting takes a few extra days, but all that work is done here on the spot. You want your pearls restrung? We do all that here. When you talk about custom designs, David, what have been some of the more unique custom designs that you've created? Well, we took a uncut diamond and made an engagement ring out of it. You know, Harry Winston started doing that with these mined diamonds. Somebody saw it. They brought us a picture. We made it. And, of course, it didn't have the shine as a cut and polished stone. That's what the customer wanted. The customer loved it. Well, I noticed that you're adding a GIA graduate gemologist. Now, what advantage does a GI graduate gemologist provide a Weimer's customer? Well, what happens is Mandy, when she gets her GIA graduate gemologist degree, at that point in time, she'll be able to do everything that I'm already doing. She'll be able to do the appraisals. She'll have more working knowledge of the new stuff that, that they're finding, where it comes from, what it's made out of, what the chemical compound is of it. And she'll be able to identify almost everything. 
We'll also notice you have a, a second-generation watchmaker on staff. Now, are all jewelers watchmakers, and are all watchmakers jewelers? They are totally different. All my watchmaker does is work on watches. My jewelers, their room in the back is dusty. You don't want to open a watch back there, so we've got our watchmaker separated out. And he, again, he's a second generation, and he does work on everything, from the Timex to the Rolex. I see that you are trying to move your way into retirement. As you mentioned, Mandy, your daughter-in-law, is working very diligently to learn the craft, the skills, to take over. Talk about that transition. Why are you going to retire? I'm old. (laughs) I'm going to retire. I'm not going away. She'll take care of the day-to-day process. I'll come here to get out of the house because I cannot sit down and do nothing all day long. And I'm not a fisherman. I'm not a hunter. I play tennis, but I can't play but a couple times a week because my body won't take it. Well, as you mentioned, one-day ring sizing, and you can bring it in before noon, and you'll have it sized before the end of the day and give it back to the customer. In-store watch repair, custom jewelry design. I mean, there's a whole plethora of things. Soldering, replaced diamonds and gemstone settings, hand engraving, machine scratch engraving. Of course, the big thing, too, a lot of folks want to take advantage of is the watch battery replacement. Watch batteries for everything. Six dollars you can't beat that battery installed for six dollars that's a great deal right there if you've got a new watch that you got for christmas you can do a link removal watches and bracelets if you got that special bracelets too big need to have it adjusted bring it to weimers restringing of pearls as you mentioned hand fabricating i mean you do it all david we are a jeweler We're not just a jewelry store. We are jewelers. Outside of the showcases where you've got fine jewelry on display, rings, watches, necklaces, bracelets to your left, tell me about some of the items in that area. we got stuff, bits and pieces that we bought from estates. You know, we clean out houses. It reminds us of grandma and grandpa. You walk to the house, you say, my grandma used to have some of that. It's stuff. You know, and on the other side, we've got Victoria over here and, and Special Things, who sells very vintage Victorian jewelry, high-end stuff. David, you've been doing this a long time. What have you learned most about running Weimer's Jewelry? If you smile all day, they smile back at you. All you got to do is smile. Everything will be great. God let me get up this morning, so I am happy. And you can find it right here, the happiness, David's smile, and all the great deals, watch batteries, and designs here at Weimer's Jewelry. 7525 Highway 64, Stage Road in Bartlett, on the edge of Bartlett, Memphis. You can call Weimer's at 901-382-4982. They have a great website, weimersjewelrystore.com. And that's Weimer's, W-I-E-M-A-R-S, jewelrystore.com. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. However, you'll find David here as early as 6.30, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, yeah. David Weimer, thank you so much for being part of our advertising team at Bot Radio. I am happy to have you. Thank you, Byron. My focus is missionary evangelism and training people how to train multiplying disciple makers worldwide. This part of our sponsor spotlight, we welcome Chris Hodges. He's the founder and president of Abiding Above Ministries. And Chris, that is really your vision statement, the focus of what Abiding Above is all about. That is exactly it. And that's what I love to do more than anything is I love to share the gospel with those who are without Christ. And then secondly, I like to take those who believe and grow them up to be multiplying disciples to the ends of the earth. It all started for you in this life in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Do you have a little blues in your blood? Uh, I guess some <laughs> days when it rains, I do. When I want to hand out tracks and it's raining, I get a little blue. <laughs> well, your parents, Curtis and Nancy Hodges, they gave you a Christian home, didn't they? 
Yes, they did. We were raised in a Christian home, godly mom and dad. We had uh, devotions in the evenings. It was because of that, even though none of the children walked with God after those teenage years, but we always had in our mind and our hearts the truth of the Word of God and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. A radical event took place in your life on April the 7th, 1968. You want to tell us about that? Well, I was about six years of age. The pastor of the church, Riverside Baptist in Clarksdale, Mississippi, had preached on the cross of Christ. And even at a young age, and because I had a godly mom and dad and I'd heard the gospel on that particular day, I sensed the fact that I was a sinner. I was separated from God, and I knew the answer was Christ, Christ alone, and the fact that he had died for my sins. And so I got up. At the invitation, and I walked down the aisle, and I don't always tell people this, but the older you get, the more you don't care. (laughs) But I literally, at six years of age, I felt like I floated down to the front. And I'm sure that was just my emotions and being fearful. I don't think it was angels floating me down there. But uh, I did. I just felt like I was lifted up and carried down there, and I prayed to receive Christ. There is a load that's lifted, whether you're 6 or 96, when you confess Christ as Lord and knowing that he washes away those sins that are between you and him. There is a freedom there, right, that takes place, whether you actually feel it or not. We're not talking about feeling here. You don't have to feel it to know that you're saved. Our salvation is based on his promise that he'll save us if we trust him. That's why we sing the song, burdens are lifted at Calvary. Yes. Calvary, Calvary. You know we're going to have a singing time? Yes, we can. Abiding above ministry focuses on discipleship, but you have preached all over the world. You've done crusades where you literally have preached to thousands upon thousands of people in crusades in Africa, and I know you're preaching revivals here in the U.S. But another aspect of Abiding Above is the media. We like that because you're on radio, and you have been on our station here. 16 years. For 16 years now, Abiding Above Ministries, just before 5 o'clock, about 4.58 or so, you can tune in Monday through Friday and hear Abiding Above Ministries. It's about a 90-second, taken from your sermons. Sermons that I've preached over many years, it's taken from that. Carolyn Alsop, my personal assistant, she edits all those and makes them ready. She's incredible. Does a great job. Kudos to Miss Carolyn, and I love working with her the times that we talk. But our friends can hear this feature, again, Monday through Friday, Abiding Above Ministries, here on Bot Radio Network, AM 640, 93.7 FM, and FM 100.7. Chris, through your Bible teaching ministry, you encourage spiritual growth and emotional healing as people say yes to God's call of absolute surrender to the guidance and immediate control of the Holy Spirit. That's it, because we're made up spirit, soul, and body, and our soul is where our mind, will, and emotions are. How we think determines what we do, determines how we feel. Our spirit is where the Holy Spirit lives. That's where our intuition is. That's where our consciousness is, and that's where we commune with God. When we surrender control of our will and our soul, the Spirit of God in our spirit begins to affect the mind, will, and emotions in our soul, and it even has an effect on the physical body. Chris, what's the biggest obstacle to encourage and share what God has made clear to you about who we are and what we have in Christ? I think the biggest obstacle is self Paul talks about the flesh, F-L-E-S-H. If you drop the letter H, turn the word around backwards, it spells self. Sometimes I call self the three musketeers or the three stooges. Self wants to have its own way. Even after we become children of God, we still have a war going on within us between the flesh, self, and the spirit. 
And when we choose, because of agape love that's shed abroad in our heart, to surrender control of self to Christ, then the Holy Spirit is free to work in us and through us to others. I got busy this morning preparing for this show, Sponsor Spotlight. You're part of the program. We've got David Weimer. We also have Eric Walker with Walker Auctions on the show today. This morning, I was getting busy trying to get things together and make sure my notes were there and try to get out the door because I actually interviewed David Weimer from his store in Bartlett. So I was trying to get out and get over there for that. And I just felt a heaviness. I, I felt kind of frustrated, felt a little agitated. And I just said, I've got to stop. And when I did and submitted it to God and said, God, this is how I feel. And I was honest with him. I said, this is how I feel. This is what's happening. Would you help me through the Holy Spirit? It wasn't long, Chris, and I had this peace come over me, and it just like my mind was changed. It was like you're talking about. Yes. Peace. First of all, we have peace with God. That's through the death of Christ on the cross. And then we have the peace of God because that's the Holy Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. And that Spirit, the Holy Spirit, lives in us. The emergency light went off within your soul that I'm agitated, I'm irritated, and therefore I'm fleshly. I'm sinning. The good news is this. Instead of letting that defeat you, it was your signal to return to abiding in him. And that's when you experience the peace. Is revival of joy and fruitfulness always mine when I properly understand the truths of who I am and what I have in Christ? Yes, they are always yours right now and forever. This is the secret. You have to surrender your human will to walk in that and experience that. But if Mr. Agape, love, is in you, he's there now and forever. To the degree that we surrender to him, we get the fullness of the Holy Spirit. But when it's part flesh, part spirit, we know something's wrong, something is amiss. But yes, when he came into you, you got it all, brother. Going back to that spiritual warfare you talked about, well, what's going to make the biggest difference in my life spiritually in 2022? The wisest thing you can do, and I think it's what you must do, to have one thing in your mind, first and foremost, I am to become like Christ. And that is not by so much personal discipline or trying harder. It's choosing to simply be who you already are in Christ. And as you do, you become more like Christ. It's not a work. It is a surrender. So how can our listeners partner with Abiding Above in the new year to come? Simply go to abidingabove.org. Chris, it's been an honor to have you part of our ministry team. Also, part of an advertising sponsorship, but it's even deeper as you share God's Word and bring it from your heart and share what God has taught you to our listeners. We thank you so much for the partnership. Well, I'm thankful that I've been on here this many years, and I can remember wondering, how am I going to pay for this that first year? And now, here it is, 16 years. Unbelievable. I'm grateful. It's the work of God is what that is. Thanks for being a part of our Fifth Friday Sponsor Spotlight. You can get a complete list of all of our advertisers at bot.bottradionetwork.com. Just look for the Sponsors tab. Mark your calendar for our next show on April 29th at 3 p.m. here on Bot Radio Network AM 640 for Memphis and the Mid-South. I'm Byron Tyler.